Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, we've got a really special episode that I'm super excited about um, for for two parts. Number one, I've got a good friend, uh, Jamie Gruber on, who I've met through a couple organizations, but more importantly, as we talk about all the time, Go Abundance. And this guy is just a ball of energy. Like everywhere he shows up, he just shows up. Um, We've done some training with another group that Jamie and I haven't even talked about, but um, it's called Exchange with John Berghoff. And, you know, the way Jamie shows up is just amazing. So you guys are going to love this episode. We're going to learn a ton about him. But also what's really exciting is Jamie's heading up an initiative within GoBundance um, that kind of helps people grow on their path. And and, uh, even though I've never really talked about this, there's a barrier to entry in GoBundance and you basically have to have a certain net worth and, and some qualifications. And the challenging thing with that is, you know, we want to do that because we want to make sure that the group stays cohesive. But at the same time, there's so many badass people out there that um, fit the mold, they fit the model, they fit the culture, but they're just not quite there yet. Um, and so Jamie's working on an initiative with GoBundance that's really going to just turn this thing on its head. So I'm excited to talk through that. Um, stick with us here because we're going to learn a lot about Jamie, but then also we're going to go into the opportunities that GoBundance is presenting for all you amazing people out there. So Jamie, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, man. Great, great being here. It's an honor. I appreciate you having me. So let's dive right into the question. So who's had the greatest impact on your life? I thought a lot about this and uh, it's going to be maybe a little bit countercultural, counterintuitive, but the greatest impact on my life is somebody that I actually have a rocky relationship with. Um, so I'm a W2 guy, right? I still, I, I work in the insurance industry. I'm in the, uh, you know, in a kind of an executive position there. Um, and when I took the most recent position that I have, I moved from the East coast out to Michigan and, um, and, you know, started reporting to somebody for the first time that I never had before. And um, my whole life had been identified by this career path that I was on, right? I would always, I wanted to be a certain level within this company and that's who I was. And it was part of me, it was my DNA. Uh, and so when I ran into kind of a wall with a new boss, somebody that, you know, she and I just sort of saw things very differently. Um, it was very contentious. It was, it was a very dark time of my life as well. It made me realize that me tying my identity to what I do was a big mistake. So the, ripping myself away or detaching my ego from the day-to-day work that I do uh, was transformational. It was necessary. It was painful. And, you know, our relationship has improved, but I give a lot of credit to the fact that I went through exactly what what I needed to, which was a, a an adversarial, more of an adversarial type relationship to kind of drive me toward, uh, you know, a realization that I didn't know I needed to have. So... Wow. That's powerful. You know, so many times when we're in these challenging situations, we squirm and try to get out of them as fast as we can. And a lot of times they're the greatest life lessons. Yeah, I did too. Trust me. There were a couple of moments where I was ready to tuck and run, but you know, uh, know, instant kick kicked in thankfully and I I kept with it, but yeah. yeah. That's awesome. If you could narrow it down to one thing that has had the greatest impact on your success, what would that be? Yeah, I gotta say, I gotta say probably, probably networking and relationships. I, I, you know, the importance of getting, you mentioned GoBundance, right? So getting into a group of, a, a, a room with a group of guys like 
of the caliber of the guys that are in go abundance or the gals that are in go abundance now. Um, you know, being around people that are doing what you're trying to do. So, you know, when I wanted to be of a certain director level guy at my, at my company that I work for, I wanted to surround myself with people that are at that level so that I had credibility. I felt comfortable in that room. I felt, um, you know, like I had credible, uh, I, I was credible with those folks. And the same when it came to investing in multifamily property, which we'll talk about, or wanting to be around millionaires, right? Like I want, I wanted to be around those people. And so my superpower, I think, is that, you know, while while I go into those rooms often a little bit tail between my legs, a little bit unsure of my 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 ability to belong and to fit in, like, do I deserve to be here and all those limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome type things pop up. I, I turn that off. I allow myself to be me and I go in and I meet people and it ends up with me meeting guys like you doing things that are really high level that I can learn a ton from and have learned a ton from. Um, networking. I built networking communities. Again, we'll talk about that because I, I, I just understand the power of, of uh, being around the right people, that proximity is power, that your tribe means everything. So I think that's my superpower is the ability to network and interrelate to others. You know, that is such an uh, important place. And I just want to point this out and, and hats off to you, but I've had this conversation so many times in the last few weeks. And I think when somebody looks at somebody like you, Jamie, they just think that you're you know, a natural, that you're not scared of anything, that you don't have the limiting beliefs that you, you said the tail between your legs. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's such an important point that people need to understand. The differentiator between you and them is not the fact that you're, you know, just overconfident or you've faced all your fears and overcame everything. It's just that you go past it. You just move. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's the key to everything. You know, one of my mentors always says, I want to be the if I'm the smartest guy in the room, I need to find a bigger room. And that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I've been pondering this thought. I don't, um, we haven't really talked about this, but you know, everybody always talks about the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? Like I need to get in a bigger room and all this stuff. And I've been asking the question a lot, like who do I have to become in order to get into I that bigger that. room? Right. I and yeah. you know, so many times it's like, Oh, I need to find five new friends. Well, in order to find five new friends, you really got to work on yourself and change. And I'm excited to talk about Ascend because that's really, you've got to get in rooms that are uncomfortable. And I love that you brought that out because, and again, I think the limiting belief in people's minds are they think that you and I have just overcome all of our fears. I was just at a front row dad's event and I'm looking around and there's a bunch of badasses in this room, right? And I'm starting thinking about like, well, who am I and why do I belong here? It never ends. Especially yeah, as you're always never. looking for bigger rooms, right? So. That's it. Exactly. And, you know, to that point, real quick, on the GoBundance part, you know, we have these accountability pods, right? We get into groups of five or six or whatever every couple of weeks and, and have conversations, hold each other accountable. The first time I was in that, that my first GoBundance pod, you know, this guy's making a million five a year. This guy's got, you know, 10 million network. Like, I mean, just holy crap. I'm, I'm thinking these guys are balling. Why am I here? What am I going to offer? Yeah. I am way too way too much the ugly house in the block here. I'm not like the, like the, just the ugliest house, but like really ugly house in the block. But what I've realized from talking to them is one, you know, one, they're guys yep. Two, while they have financial success, uh, we all do to, to varying degrees while they have greater financial success than I do, you know, where can I add value? Well, look, I've got a really great relationship with my wife and I work hard on that. And some of these guys didn't have that. So I can add value there. That's where my, you know, sort of multimillionaire mind works for them and, and where they're looking up at me in some ways. So yeah, finding the, how you can add value. There's always a way, like, even if you're, you know, you're brand new, right out of school, college, whatever, you know, no, no money to your name at this point, you're around a bunch of guys that are doing big things. Yep. Well, I, I guarantee you technology, social media, a lot of things that you have uh, awareness of that these guys don't, you can add value to them. So totally. no, I think it's a great point. Yeah, love it. By the way, I'm not 
super agenda driven. So, you know, you said real quick, but that was gold. So I want to make sure that, you know, I don't make you feel like we're trying to get somewhere because no, that cool. was money. Yeah. Um, what was your greatest setback and what'd you learn from it? Um, I would say I was between two on this and I would say my greatest setback was probably, uh, I'll go on like the personal relationship side. So when I was in my, you know, when I was in my early twenties, um, there was a path to follow, right. Mm. Per my family's kind of DNA or, or what I was, I was led to believe. And that is, you know, you go to school, you get out, you get a job, you meet a girl, you get married, you, you have kids, um, and you do all that by 25. And then you just, you, you be for the rest of life. Like, that's it. That's what you're supposed to do. That's the path. Mm. And so early in my twenties, you know, I, I got the job, got out of school, got the job, you know, bought a nice car and met a girl. So it's like, okay, met a girl, check, 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 got to marry this girl. So I proposed to her, we get engaged. Um, and you know, it, it ended badly. So, you know, about three weeks before the wedding, which was a year and a half later, uh, I just, I couldn't go through with it. I, I, I just ended up calling the wedding off. And at this point, of course, invitations are out, venues are set, everything is ready. It was, you know, it was a tough, tough decision to do. You know, you got this person that you're with as well, that, uh, that I cared for obviously. And, you know, how is she going to survive, you know, without me, how is she going to, you know, like very, you know, I felt like she was too codependent on me for survival, let alone happiness. So, you know, how do I do this? How do I destroy her? It's going to hurt her so badly and all this other stuff. So I think, I think from that low, um, the relationship ended oddly. I won't get into every detail, but it ended badly, ended oddly. Like we called off the wedding, but we stayed together for a little while. And it was just like fragmented until it finally just like, you know, stopped, yeah. thankfully, like, you know, with, uh, mercifully, I guess you could say. Um, and at that point, I remember that was the first time in my life. I probably was like 26, 27, 28, something like that, where I, I thought to myself, like, I don't, I don't have to follow the path that everybody else says I have to follow. Right. It was the yeah. first time on one topic that I had that kind of realization, like I can do this my own way. Wow. And you know what, if I'm single the rest of my life, like I don't see anything wrong with that. Like if I, if that's what marriage is, if that's what everybody thinks it's supposed to be, then I guess I just don't want it. And I could feel like the pariah aspect of that. Like I'm going to be judged and all that, but boy, something about me just didn't care. Like I was completely content, ready to go forward. If something happened, great. But if not, no worries whatsoever. And almost immediately after that, I met my wife, my now wife, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that was 12 years ago. And, and the, the, lear the lesson for me in all of that was like the moment that you accept, you know, and are comfortable with, with the absence of is when the truly great things in your life seem to come to be right. When, yeah. when you are willing to lose it all, if you're, you know, I've got this income, like the moment that you're willing to lose that and you're completely comfortable, like I can live in a, in a, in a one bedroom apartment, you know, I don't need all of what I have around me. That's when you're going to be most open to the great things that are around you. You're going to be most like in tune mm -hmm. to what you want. You're going to have the least pressure on yourself to do the thing that you think you should, because that's what, your life is sort of dictated you should, or that's what other people think you should. And you're going to say, I'm going to take that chance and buy that property or move to that city or do this, that, or the other, because I don't fear the downside. I don't fear the other end of it. And that was the first time I learned that, like lose the fear of what, what, you know, what, what you think it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And the upside tends to be dramatically better. It doesn't mean you won't lose, but yeah. I feel like you can, you'll, you'll win bigger when you do win, uh, with that mindset, or at least that's what I learned for me. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, I, I say this often and it was a quote on that I put on Instagram a while back, but getting trapped in the future is just as bad as getting trapped in the past. Oh, yeah. And you see that so many times because, you know, we're always looking for, and I, by the way, I'm 
huge on goal setting, vision building, all that stuff. But at the same time, like you said, when you just be, you're just present, living in the now, let some of that stuff go. Um, Chris Ryan from GoBundance at the Champions event, he actually had me write my eulogy oh, uh, nice. a few weeks ago. Nice. And it was, it was super challenging because I went out like 30 years just trying to you know think about like to put in my eulogy all these things that I had accomplished. And when I finally just, I, I was struggling because I don't know what the heck I'm going to accomplish 30 years from now. So when I came back to just like, okay, if I died tomorrow, what would my eulogy look like? And that was such a lesson for me because just coming back to the future or to the present, um, I'm happy with what I've accomplished. I'm happy with my family. I'm happy with all that. It really taught me a lesson to just, you know, be here today and, and give up on all that strife and struggling. So powerful lesson, man. I appreciate it. It's the source of all stress, right? Mm -hmm. Living in the future or in the past, wow. it's the source of all stress. If you if you are if you are truly just I'm here, this is what I am, this is what it is. I don't know what this means. I don't know what this will turn out to be. Um, then I mean, if you can do that, it's it's a tough skill. But the source of all stress is is thinking in the future or in the past. It truly is. Boom, man! I'm just <laughs> that was mind blowing. Yeah, that was awesome. What is the piece of advice you find yourself sharing the most? Uh, do you that easily. When I saw that I, when we were talking, you know, do you, um, and again, this goes back to, I talked about it, right. Early, early upbringing for me, right. This is the way you're supposed to do it. Even though I kind of had this pull or this draw or this feeling that manifested three weeks before a wedding to call it off the whole time I knew I was out of, you know, out of alignment with what I wanted to do. Mm. Uh, I've worked with people that, you know, are quirky or weird or whatever. And I see it in the corporate world, especially, and I'm, I'm one of the, I, I do this as well. Like there's a, there's a mold, there's a model that you're supposed to stick within. Mm. Don't piss this person off. Don't make that person feel this way or whatever. Right. So you conform like, you know, one guy I work with, you know, he's a guitar playing, you know, uh, uh, cosplay, um, you know, Marvel comic geek. Like that's what he is. But in the corporate world, that doesn't really play well if you're looking to advance. Right. So he's constantly having to kind of modify himself down. And at a point at which I was able to mentor him, that's what I kept coming back to. Like, just do you, your people will resonate more with you as a leader. If you're you, not somebody that you think that you're supposed to be because somebody else created that mold for you. So easily do you is the, is the best advice I can give anybody. And I try to give it to myself, man. And that ties so perfectly back into number two, because we have these limiting beliefs and getting yeah. into these rooms and everything else. And usually when you see, I was just at an event a while back and when there's, when there's a person at an event that's trying too hard to be somebody, somebody that they're not, it it's just, obvious. it just comes through, right? It's so obvious. Yeah. And so just do you is such valuable information to tie people back to number two. You know, if you're going to get into a bigger room and a friend of my, of mine and I were just having this conversation, like, even if it means just biting your tongue for a minute, like just think twice before you say something, like it doesn't mean you just don't have to be like overbearing because right. like you're talking about just do you like that's the best piece of advice to to enter a room like you're talking to number two. I love it. It's powerful. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. If you're if you're yeah, if you're if you're able to just say, hey, and part of that, too, is I think like you fear, you know, uh, disapproval or somebody's not going to like me or whatever. And, I, you know, in many ways, that's a good thing. Like if I go in and I'm who I am and somebody doesn't like that, if I'm you know, yeah. it's it's attracting is great, but repelling is equally yeah, important, right? Sure. Like you, you, you don't want everybody in your life. And I struggle with this. Trust me. Yeah. I have to continually tell myself this and teach myself this, but you know, attracting what you want is important, but repelling is the same. It's the same as if you're creating a vision for yourself or your business or whatever, right? Like yeah. vision should attract, but vision should also repel. Yeah. 
those people and those systems and those situations that you don't want, right? Like I can't, it, Go Abundance is a great example, right? Okay. Go Abundance attracts a certain avatar, a yep. certain type of guy or gal, right? Yep. There's certain people that look at it and say, that's nuts. And it's like, that's okay. That's yeah. good. We yeah, know yeah. that that's not the right fit for you or for Go Abundance, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, I think it's important for that, you know, to attract and repel, but that's, that's usually what people fear is that they're going to repel. And it's like, that's actually a good thing. Totally. So. You can only handle so many relationships. It's true. <laughs> cool. True. Love it. So great set of questions. I, I love all the input. I think we could stop right there and it'd be gold, but let's <laughs> let tell people about you and then we'll get into go abundance and ascend and all that. But I want to hear your background and where you came from and yeah, what you, what yeah you I'll try with. to clip notes this a bit, but uh, let's see, New York, New York born guy, um, you know, did everything all around the state and the Long Island moved upstate, all that good stuff. My family moved around a little bit when I was younger, um, you know, did the college thing, didn't love it, didn't finish, uh, was, I guess, fortunate enough to get a job that required college through networking, through knowing people or whatever. At 21, took a job with this insurance company as a claims adjuster, uh, enjoyed it, saw a path with it, and just started kind of pursuing that path. It led to multiple promotions. I moved to Boston for a number of years. That's where I met my wife. Um, we were there for, I was there for about 10 years, nine, 10 years. Um, and again, kind of had this, this path in mind of where I wanted to get to, to the certain level and equity level position within my company. And that took me to Michigan. Um, so I'm here now I'm in Michigan. I'm in that role. Um, I have my, I'm still married to my wife. We have two young boys. They're at this point, five and a half and two and a half. And, uh, that's probably the point at which you kind of bring it back to that question one about, you know, somebody that influenced me where I got here, I took over this struggling organization. I was doing all the stuff that I knew to do, like put the right people in the right roles, remove the wrong people from the wrong roles, structure it the way I wanted to structure it. My boss was under a ton of pressure. Uh, probably she didn't probably handle it the best. It came directly down to me, even though in the first two, three months, there was some sort of expectation of results that I didn't think it was possible without restructuring and doing all this stuff led to a lot of, a lot of, uh, 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 stress between me and her. And that continued into the next year. Uh, but in that time is where I think the, again, I said before, the most valuable part of, of my, my development probably came. And that is like, wow, this is, this is all a, like a, a facade, like, you know, in a moment, this one person who doesn't like me can craft the message, the narrative, the the performance evaluation, however she wants, mm. if she wanted to, she wouldn't, but you know, yeah. anybody could. And this whole path that I'm on, this 20 year career I've been pursuing, this moves around the country, going to Michigan. I don't know anybody in Michigan before, mm. <laughs> before I moved here, right? Yeah. Going to the middle of the country for just the job. Uh, I can't, this can't be how I identify myself. And more than that, I can't, you know, protect my family and, and, and care for my family with one source of income. Yeah. I, it just, it blew, it, it blew my mind how that came to me so late. So at that point I reread rich dad, poor dad. And I say that cause I read it in my early twenties and it was like, Oh, interesting that mm -hmm. I read it again in my late thirties. And it was like, Oh man, look at the time I just wasted. Right. Like mm -hmm. I got it in conjunction with, with uh, all that happened here. Um, so, you know, real estate became kind of a passion of mine. So my wife and I bought a couple of duplexes, uh, we, you know, the, the popular phrase, we bird them, right? So we bought them, re, refied, or, uh, rehabbed and rented them and refied them. Um, felt like a lot of work for two duplexes. So we thought, you know, it's probably better if we get more doors with one purchase. So next purchase was a 16 unit here in Michigan. Uh, after that, we purchased a 22 unit. And this is all within the last two, three years. Um, and I learned the concept and the, and the idea of horizontal income and, and all of that. And it, by listening to podcasts and by going down that, that, kind of path of trying to diversify my income streams 
learned of GoBundance, David Osborne, all these guys that had created this thing and thought, man, that's a cool group to be a part of. Initially wasn't quite qualified, had to kind of kick it over into the, uh, like you said, the net worth qualification. Mm -hmm. But once I did, man, it was like the moment I realized I was there, I was joining. Like it was a goal of mine to join this group, be part of it and, uh, and be around the guys that are doing some big things in there. And for a guy that has a day job, hanging out with entrepreneurs, even though I only have an entrepreneurial side hustle, you know, it, it just gives me a vision, a clear path to where I think I can go with, uh, with my endeavors. And the biggest thing for me was just letting go of that, of that identity as a, as a, I'm a company guy. This is what I do. This is who I am. And, and opening my eyes and seeing that there's so many other possibilities out there. And yeah, the multifamily thing has been good for us. So. I love your story. Um, because I think a lot of people think that when they, you know, start their journey of, you know, passive income and multiple streams of income and all that stuff that, uh, I, I think inherently, like number one, we, we, we rush too quickly to quit our job or, yes, or, we're the, or, or then people get fearful that they're going to feel like they have to. And so just talk about that a little bit. How have you balanced all that and um, it, which, which side do you lay on? Yeah, no, I, I think, I think um, you know, breadwinner has to play into it. Like if I'm a single guy at 37, sure. 38, 39 years old, maybe, maybe I take that leap and just kind of jump off. But here's what I've learned is you got to leverage whatever you have, right? So a day job gives me a W2. It gives me a, you know, way easier path to financing than if I wasn't, especially early on, if I'm trying to acquire property, right? The other part too is there's a lot of wisdom in corporate America, meaning like corporations are big and robust and make a lot of money for reasons, right? So a lot of people at various levels, you know, whether they're entry level employee or they're in middle management or, or at, you know, more my level or higher or whatever, um, they look at the corporation they work for or the job they have is like this drain, this burden. And I get it. Trust me. It's hard not to sometimes, mm-hmm. but I look at it a little differently. I look at, and again, 20 years with this company, having climbed up through the ranks and I never really truly paid attention to how we do things mm-hmm. right as a company, how this corporation functions truly. Like how do they set their vision? Like I see these core values. They're on the wall. We talk about them. I could repeat them, but how do we actually embody those core values, right? So if I want to build a business on the side, what better influence do I have? Again, you want to be in proximity, right? Well, I'm in proximity to systems, processes, technologies, you know, core values, vision, mission yeah. statements, people at, at high levels that are doing really, really cool things. So if you turn away from like, ah, God, this corporate mumbo jumbo, this propaganda, all this other stuff, and instead tune into it and say, well, okay, I see how that leads to this success with this company. I see how this system, uh, you know, uh, uh, increases our, our bottom line. I see how processes are so, are so highly leveraged and why they are like, I'm getting this because if I'm going to start a business with on my own and then maybe hire a person, you probably want to structure that business so that it could bring on 10 or 20 people, Mm -hmm. even though you only need one, meaning develop the systems, develop the framework now. And you've got a lot of wisdom sitting there in front of you. I mean, don't steal anything, but you know, you're looking at, at, you know, internal websites and how things are structured, internal processes, even how they lay them out. If that's not how your mind works, like how do I even write a process? Well, there it is. There's a process outlined, right? So I tend to look at it that way. Like how to balance it is, find something that you can be excited about within your day job that serves your bigger purpose. If you do have this, this vision of moving away from your job. And I don't know if I do or don't at this point, like I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. I'm good at what I'm doing. Um, I like building the side hustle. Don't get me wrong. I get to this point that I want to get to, it's going to be hard to justify spending time in a job while I'm, while I'm, while I'm uh, taking in what I'm taking in. But 
Um, but I think you just have to leverage your environment, leverage your surroundings. And corporate America provides great, great value in that regard if you're trying to build a business. I love the way that you reframe that and look at the value in in your job or corporate America or whatever it is. Because, uh, you know, one of other uh, one other book that Kiyosaki wrote was Before You Quit Your, your Job. And oh, not, yeah, not a lot of people, that was like one of his first books. Hmm. And a lot of people just, you know, automatically, and I think his whole reasoning in that book, it, it talks about a lot of this. So we have our job and then we're so frustrated and, you know, we start hearing about passive income. We start building other streams of income. And then all of a sudden we get to a point where our other streams of income replace our day job sure. as far as level of income. Well, other than, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But if you're doing that because you want your freedom and you want away from that nine to five or whatever it is, go ahead and make that move. But if you're doing it to build additional streams of income and have, you know, more assets and, and move toward wealth building, sometimes that's like the opposite of productive because now you're just living off of your passive investments right. and you're really back in the same place. So I love I love your perspective on that because you're, like you said, you get to this point, you're, you're, you're gone at some point and I get yeah. that, but I think we yeah. rush into it too much. And, and again, nobody, nobody points to the book, uh, before you quit your job that he wrote. It's always like rich dad, that. poor dad and cash flow quadrant and all that. So I gotta look that up. I didn't know he wrote that. I, I'd never heard. I, exactly. It's cash flow quadrant, rich dad, poor dad. And even some of the more recent ones, like the Ken McElroy wrote with him and stuff like that. Like that's the stuff you think of, but I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Good tip. <laughs> yep. Cool. Appreciate <laughs> it. What else do we need to know? So, you know, I think a couple of things I'll, I'll throw out there. One is, one is, um, uh, you know, adapting and figuring out ways to get things done. So this is just part of my story, right? So I spent, made the point that I want to jump into, into commercial multifamily and I did, uh, it's a leap from residential for those of you out there that might be, that might be investing in, uh, in residential thinking about jumping into multifamily, or I'm sure you understand that if you're in multifamily. And what I mean by that is like residential agent does not equal commercial broker, right? There's just, they're two different worlds. Um, residential agents you can find on any corner, you can call one up and they can help you out. You want to find one that's investor friendly. Sure. But there's a lot of those, right? Commercial broker has three people that buy from them all the time. And for you to break into that list of three people that buy from them, you've got to be a buyer. And it's like, well, okay, in order to buy, I need you to send me deals, but in order for you to send me deals, I need to buy. Right. Yeah. So there's this sort of chicken and egg thing happening. Yeah. So one thing that we did, my partner and I, that, uh, that I decided to go into business with on the multifamily side, uh, was we said, all right, well, the brokers aren't going to be, and we went out networked with them, gave them our business plan. We did all the right things, great relationships with people, but they, we just weren't a priority and rightfully so right to them. Uh, we went out and we built in the, in the idea of networking, like a meetup group, a meetup platform. And we've expanded that platform out. We've got, you know, a bunch of chapters around the country and everything. And this is what really, it's called multifamily and more. And this is what really, what really made me realize, like I went into it with the idea, like we built this whole brand, this multifamily and more brand. And we went into it with the idea of, Hey, we can get capital, we can get deal flow. And we did, it all happened. But the realization for me, and this is kind of around the time that I went into GoBundance and learned from GoBundance, was that in doing all of that, in networking, in forming this, this thing the, to work around the brokers, um, adding value to others was the point at which, when we kind of focused on that, on giving, was the point at which all of our results accelerated. That's when deals came to us. That's when more capitals came to us. More, more members joined our, our community and all of that stuff. And it just made me really passionate about uh, I think David Osborne calls it throwing the rope down, right? Yeah. Throwing down the rope. You know, so you've made it to a certain uh, level. I mean, if we're all, all, all still climbing, yep. once you reach a certain rung and you feel like, Hey, I've got some, I got some knowledge and skills and ability. You know, let me throw the rope down here. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I learned that a lot about myself that, you know, in the, in the vein of networking, in the vein of, of, of trying to advance whatever you're trying to advance, like that giving piece, I think is a huge piece. That was a big learning for me that I felt compelled to share with everybody. Awesome. I love it. Just um, so we don't miss over it. Cause we're going to jump into ascend here pretty soon, but how do people find out more about multifamily and more? Is that so something you, that- Yeah. Yeah. You can go uh, any of our platforms. So youtube.com slash multifamily and more Instagram at multifamily and more Facebook at multifamily and more. You can check them out uh, at any of those places. we got a bunch of content, the YouTube channel. We try to educate people on multifamily. Uh, we got different playlists, like what is syndication four or five interviews. We've interviewed Brandon Turner. We've interviewed, you know, Rod Cleef. Uh, Vinny Chopra, some of the big names of multifamily, Gino Barbaro. Um, and we've got some other stuff. We call it multifamily and more because I like to get into the mindset piece. Yeah. Um, so there's some mindset stuff on there as well. Even Airbnb investing, mobile home parks, stuff like that, that we've got on there. Um, but yeah, any of those platforms, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook, you can find us. I love it. So this is not a trick question. I'm not trying to lead us into ascend. Um, no. what are you most excited about right now? Cause I'm, I'm just like, I'm getting jazzed up just listening to you. So <laughs> what are you most excited about? I'm excited about what I'm doing with GoBundant. So the, this platform that we have with multifamily and more, it showed me a lot about myself. Like I really enjoy throwing the rope down. I really enjoy creating content. I enjoy this. This is fun being on a podcast. I mean, having interactions like this, interviewing people on podcasts, it's a ton of fun. So uh, within GoBundance, there was this opportunity, I guess you could say, where, you know, GoBundance has a, a net worth minimum. It's a million dollars, right? You got to be an accredited investor, in, essentially, um, to join GoBundance. But you said it before, there's so many people that are badass that are just not quite there or very young and haven't have just started their journey, but they've obviously got runway, you know, smarter than you and me, anybody else in the group just yeah. haven't had enough time to accumulate yet, yeah. right? So how do you service those folks? How do you, how do you throw the rope? How do you help them out? So when GoBundance was saying, hey, look, we want to do that. We want to create this program. I threw my hand up as quickly as I could to say, hey, I, I want to do that with wow. you because it fits all of what I just described that I've learned I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Allows me to create content, allows me to give, allows me to you know throw that rope down. So I'm excited about what we're building. It's so, so we're building out kind of a, a two-tier program called Emerge and then called Ascend. So Emerge is a 12-week course. Uh, it's online. It's essentially, there's three goals with Emerge, right? Goal number one is for, to create some level of transformation for those to participate over 12 weeks by giving you skills and tactics and tricks and tips on how to set a single goal and how to achieve that single goal by the end of the 12 weeks, right? So we're gonna, we're gonna help you set it and then be with you through the 12 weeks to, to achieve that goal. We being those of us that are, that are putting Emerge together. So that's goal number one, create transformation. That's number one, give to people, right? Get them, get them kind of in that, in that, uh, down that path. Goal number two is uh, to imprint the brand of GoBundance on folks before they're actually in, you know, the GoBundance that we have today. You said it before, like there's such attraction to wanting to be in that room. Like I wanted to be with all of, all of the guys like you, um, to me, I wanted to create something that allows allows folks that are attracted to GoBundance, maybe aren't quite at that qualification level, but want to be a part of that, want to have access to guys and gals in GoBundance uh, to have something to go with, uh, to have something to imprint on. So for me, that means Tribe of Millionaires, like the book Tribe of Millionaires is a GoBundance book. 
We took the book. We essentially took content from that book and made it part of this course. Mm. So in some ways, Emerge is in part a tribe of millionaires course. We get deep on it. The elders give a lot of perspective on what is what are the different effects in the book. If you haven't read the book, you'll learn what that means. Um, so we, we want to imprint on the brand by leveraging the Tribe of Millionaires book, which is a fantastic read and gives you a really good sense of what abundance is, but more importantly, what it is to be in a mastermind, right? What it is to be in a, in a community like that. And then thirdly, you know, we put like a graduation element into this. So you mentioned Ascend. Ascend is going to be built soon, but it's a longer term mastermind. It's somewhere where you go, you are in accountability pods, you're getting access to GoBundance brothers and sisters, you're getting, you're getting um, uh, a lot of content that helps you drive toward that whole life millionaire status that we like to tout that we are in GoBundance, right? Emerge as a 12-week program, like if you show us that over that 12 weeks that you're engaged, that you're driving toward, that you're interacting with others, that you're really showing this kind of drive toward being that whole life millionaire, not that you give up after three weeks or you fall off and we never hear from you again, then at the end of that 12 weeks, we're going to invite you to ascend. So we're going to invite you to come into ascend so that we can have the best of the best from emerge, mm. go into ascend, network and get even closer to one another, closer to the GoBundance brothers, GoBundance sisters, so that we can drive those folks up toward that GoBundance level. So a bit of a mouthful, like you said, I'm a little excited about it, but I'm pumped up about emerge, which we're just launching now, ascend, which we're launching in the new year in 2021. Um, yeah, I'm really, I, dude, I can't, I can't wait to see what, what, the value people get out of this. It's going to be epic. So I'm not as excited as you are because I don't know the inner workings, but I'm really excited about this too, because I, I talk to so many people, even people that are listening to this show right now. And, you know, I mentioned GoBundance all the time, not because I'm pitching GoBundance, but because it has such an impact on my life. Exactly. It just gets weaved into, you know, Hey, I was at a GoBundance event and this happened and somebody said this. And, but unfortunately it's, it's not for everyone. They're not there yet. And so I'm really excited. And obviously you, you said this earlier, nothing is for everyone and emerge isn't going to be for everyone. And sure. ascend isn't going to be either, but I'm super excited about this because I get asked so many times like, Hey, I've listened to your podcast all the time. I follow you. It's so inspiring, but what do I do? And this is the perfect price point. It's the perfect opportunity it's the perfect time commitment for people to get into and, and, and really get to the next level. So I'm super stoked about Emerge. So Yeah, me too. And that's really what it's all about is, is trying to help people get there. You mentioned, like, I know in, in, uh, in my pod, for instance, just the power of it, right? Like I was selling a sponsorship package for our multifamily and more brand, and I had a certain price point on it. And my pod came after me like, nah, man, you're undervaluing this, you know, blah, 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 blah. They gave me a price point I wasn't comfortable with, but I, so I didn't get there. I probably should have, but I increased my price point. So if I wanted to sell, you know, let's say it was a thousand bucks, I would have to sell 10 to make 10,000, they got me to 3,000 and people bought it. Like, yeah. you know, so it was yeah. the, the point is like that push, that challenge, all of that is the value of why I promote abundance all the time too, because I get, yeah, people, people joke with me now, like, oh, is this, is this your little club that you're in? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on a call with my group and, you know, this is what I learned from it. I got this book. Oh, was that recommended from GoBundance? Yes, it was recommended from GoBundance. They kind of laugh about it, but I get so much value out of being part of a community of like-minded people. Here's, look, man, here's what I look at it as, right? 300 people are in GoBundance right now-ish, right? If I were to say to anyone listening right now, hey, uh, go out wherever you live, walk around town. And I want you to tap as many people as you need to on the shoulder until you find 300 people that think like you, act like you, talk like you, that have an understanding of, of what you are trying to do, which is probably, if you're listening to this, like I'm a W2 guy or gal, 
I see a bigger life, mm-hmm. but everybody around me thinks everything I do is a risk. Like if that's you and I'm sure it is, yeah. go out and try to find 300 other people in your neighborhood and your town and your city and your county that think like you and yeah. tell me how much time and energy and effort and money you'll spend doing that. Or you find a community like abundance, yeah. you jump into it and they're all right there. They're all in the room. They're all, everyone that you could think of that you need from investors to brand experts to whatever are in one room and they're all doing it at high levels. They're thinking like you are. You can talk about what you want to be when you grow up, even though you're a 40 year old guy or girl and nobody laughs at you in that room, right? Like yeah. everyone is pulling for you. It's an amazing experience. And I seek to replicate that with Emerge and of course, more so even with Ascend. So I'm pumped about it, man, as you can tell. It's so exciting. And, you know, even that analogy that you talked about just going down the street, one of the big pushes in GoBundance right now is the local chapters for, for, yeah. for that reason. I mean, you know, because we get together a couple times a year and, and I want to make sure and we talk about like the structure of pods, et cetera, and emerge and if that exists or whatever, but we'll come back to that. The local chapters are such a big push right now in, in GoBundance for, for that reason, because if we can you know, if we can bring what we have when we go to these meetups and, and this stuff with GoBundance and, and our pods, if we can bring that back to a local level, um, super powerful. But like you said, just walking down the street in Phoenix. So I'm in, I'm in Gilbert, greater Phoenix area. That, that's a lot of work trying to find mm. 300 people. It's such a great point. Uh, and I guess the reason why I'm saying this, if you're in the Phoenix market or any market, you should look at the local chapter of GoBundance too, because we're branching that out and making that a local resource so we can get into it. Bringing it back to Emerge and Ascend, is there yeah. is there going to be, is there like pods in Emerge or are they just kind of going through this as a class together or what is yeah, that? Emerge like? is, is more on demand. It's like, hey, there's live content in the Facebook group. There's some live motivation and coaching, that sort of thing. Uh, but it's you buy, you start getting the course. The once a week, there's a drop, you get you know a lesson. There's a workbook that comes with it. And the goal is like, let's help you get to where you want to be. 12 weeks, intensive, roll forward. Ascend is the longer term mastermind. Like the goal is that folks go into Ascend and they're there getting content, interaction and pod, uh, you know, that pod structure mm-hmm. until they can reach the abundance level. So it's really bringing folks up through uh, the organization and, and making them a long term lifetime partner with uh, with GoBundance. Uh, but yeah, Emerge itself is is the is the course that we're that we're putting up front first to create that transformation and graduate from to get to Ascend. Cool. So Emerge wins it go live. So January 1, 2021, so, or whatever the Monday is of that, of January 1, but uh, we're doing a a live launch or a beta launch, I guess you could say uh, next week, we're filming this in in late October uh, of 2020. So our our launch for the first group goes in uh, next week. We sold it out within like three days. In fact, we sold it out so fast and so early that it was like, okay, I got like six weeks before it launches. I got to do something with these folks between now and then. So we created the Facebook group and we've been interacting with them and getting them pumped and everything. But people were really excited about it. Uh, They're excited about what what I've shown them so far. And officially Monday we launch, uh, we're going to get feedback from those folks to really perfect it. Uh, But January 1 is when we'll have the the full-time product out. And can people get like on a wait list or can they start signing up now, putting deposits for January 1? Because you said sign you sold this now. sucker out. Yeah, sign okay. up now. So GoBundanceEmerge.com is the website to go to, GoBundanceEmerge.com. Um, yeah, you jump on there. Actually, uh, Mike, thanks to, to you and your platform and all the folks out there. For anybody listening, uh, I created a coupon code. I never knew I'd be this guy, but I created a coupon code. <laughs> it's called Freedom. So you type in Freedom, you'll knock $100 off the tuition and, uh, and yeah, if you buy now, just, you know, kind of sit tight and we'll get, uh, you'll get communicated with, but we're going to launch your, your emerge experience starting in January. That's awesome. And so you mentioned a Facebook group too. So there, 
that that's part of this. There's a Facebook community. Yeah, we've got a community in Emerge. We've got uh, a guy named Diego Corzo, who you know really well. Amazing story. He's doing some weekly motivation uh, in that Facebook group. We're doing a uh, like a GoPro uh, decomp, if you will, once a week or once every other week. I can't remember what we settled on, but you know, like first guy we're bringing in is Matt Aitchison. The people that don't know Matty A, um, amazing entrepreneur. He's up in the uh, uh, Sacramento area mm-hmm. and. You know, we're going to bring him on and interview him and just really like break down how he achieved what he's achieved from a mindset, financial, tactical perspective. We're going to do that, you know, every week to every other week with a different GoPro. I think our second guy is Mike McCarthy. Not bad. Um, who's one of the founders of GoBundance. So we've got, we've got, <laughs> we're going to do that and emerge to give folks a lot of content and just real visibility into what these multimillionaires have done to get to where they are. So you just like 10 X the value in, in my mind, when you're talking about number two, like networking relationships, getting in the room, having access to guys like Matty A, Mike McCarthy, you know, and I've had some of these guys on my podcast, but having live with them and interactions in a Facebook community and that kind of stuff, you're going to, the people in emerge are going to get a level of access to go bros that, you know, you talked about it in your number two thing, like you work hard to get in there. And so in my mind, you just 10 X the value of emerge. That's crazy. That was, that was a big value. We, we, we got feedback and wanted to know what do folks want. And and even just uh, for the folks that joined the good thing about them joining so early, we asked them like, Hey, you know, give us a little intro on you, drop a video in the Facebook group. And you know, what do you hope to gain from being an emerge? And all of them said the same thing, two things. I want to, I want to meet people that are kind of like me on this path, which they're getting that. And then they want to get access to uh, GoBundance Brothers, GoBundance, like the people that are in GoBundance right now so that they can get a sense of of what it is, what have they done, and really have that more intimate access. And they're going to get that in Emerge. So That's so cool. You know, just even yeah, I, Dave, Dave Osborne was, was my first guest when I launched my podcast. And I did that strategically because he's like wow. kind of my next... He's, he's, he's my mentor. I, I, I believe in life there's like, you know, series of mentors and I've had a couple that are still my mentors, but I think in order to get to a different level, you have to kind of level up that mentor. And David's that for me. And I've had, you know, Mike on and, you know, guys like you. And if you found yourself thinking, man, I wish I could ask them this, like, this is the perfect platform to be able to do that. It's just so crazy. I love it. hundred percent. Yeah, I'm excited. For a few hundred it. bucks. Exactly. You join, you're in, you get some really cool content. We'll send you a little gift pack as well. So you'll get something in the mail from us and, uh, and you get, you get some really great, uh, uh education content and, and structure, uh, to help you, you know, whatever that goal is, set a goal that you think is achievable in 12 weeks toward moving you toward whole life millionaire status. Let's help you. Let's help you get there. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really, really excited about this. You know, and you're the perfect, I mean, you guys can hear this, but just the level of energy that Jamie's bringing. I mean, he's got all this stuff going on. He's got his own brand. He's got a W2 job. He's got a lot of stuff going on and you can hear the level of energy that he's bringing to this. So it's going to be amazing for any of my listeners. Um, I've never really pitched anything on this show. In fact, I get a lot of people that reach out and they're like, what are you selling? Like, what can I buy? Nothing. Like I, I'm not selling anything. We've never, I, you know, this about me. I've never, we've never spent this much time on a, on a certain platform. Um, that's how much I'm behind GoBundance, behind ascend behind emerge and behind Jamie Gruber. And you guys heard it already. Like they sold out the first trial run. And so if you want to get in that January group, um, get in there. Yeah. No, so where do they go again? It means a lot coming from you. That means a ton that you're, you're giving us this platform, giving me this platform. So I appreciate that. I'm so vested in the future growth of GoBundance because just even back to your number two question answer, um, you know, the, the best way to, to 
level up the tribe is to help grow it and, and yeah. filter through that. And it's go abundance has done so much for me and the elders have done so much for me. The go bros have done so much for, we got all these little terms, right? People terms, are like, yeah. what the, what the heck's a go bro? <laughs> elder. Yeah. <laughs> is this old a, guys? Yeah. yeah. Is this a cult? Kind of. I mean, <laughs> I said that somebody goes, what's it like in go abundance? I'm like, ah, you know, we have horses heads. We dance around, we put them on our heads. We, uh, we hold dirty politicians by chains in the middle of the room. We call that Tuesday yeah. in go abundance. That's, that's Tuesday. I love it. Uh, it's, it's the whole tribe thing, right? It's a tribe. Elders of the tribe. We you know, kind of lean into it. So yeah. it's pretty cool. You mentioned Tribe of Millionaires too. That's the book that the elders actually wrote with input from a bunch of the GoBundance guys. Um, what an amazing book! If you haven't, and we've mentioned it before too. But where can they get that book? Do you do you know offhand? Well, two things. One, if you buy a merge, you'll get the book. Nice. Um, but you can also go to tribeofmillionaires.com, tribeofmillionaires.com. Uh, and I think you can get the book for free plus shipping. I think you pay cool. seven, eight bucks, something like that. And you, you can get the book shipped to you. But yeah, fantastic book. I, it's funny. I read it twice. Um, first time was cause I read it. And the second time I was like, Hey, you know what? If I'm going to create a, uh, an online program. Why not make it about tribe of millionaires? So I read the book again. And all I could think through the whole book was like, man, this should be a movie. Like, it's wow. just so well written. It's got this great vi vivid visualization that you can get from it. Yeah. And it just, it really does tie in better than I can explain or any of us I've ever heard explain why it's so powerful to be around, uh, you know, uh, the right people, the right tribe, mm -hmm. the right, the right group. Um, it, you know, breaks it down really, really well. So yeah, I like that book, but yeah, tribeofmillionaires.com, uh, you can get it for shipping, uh, but it'll be included in your packet if you decide to join a merge. That's cool. What else, um, what else we need to talk about that we haven't? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about, uh, about the future of GoBundance. I'm excited about, about, uh, about what we got coming up. So uh, I'm good. I'm good. Cool. Well, I appreciate your time and, um, tell us one more time where people can find out about Emerge. Yeah. So GoBundanceEmerge.com, GoBundanceEmerge.com, all one word, no dashes, nothing like that. Um, and again, throw in the, the coupon code freedom, all one word, and uh, you'll knock a hundred bucks off your tuition. Wow. What an amazing time. And I appreciate, um, you know, what you're doing here. I know this isn't, this is probably not how you'd consider it, but just the give back that this is going to do for for people and, you know, not just my audience, but the world in general, um, this is going to be huge. So I'm excited about it. Appreciate me too. You. Me too. No, I appreciate the platform, man. I, I really do. Cool. Have a good day. All right. We'll see you. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.